Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good morning. Happy Sunday to you. It is 10.08 on this Sunday, August 20th. Welcome to the huddle where we are not resting our starters this morning. We are all here with you as we get ready for, uh, we'll call our regular season beginning next week, Pete, when the State Fair gets here. A reminder to join us at the State Fair next week. We'll be live from 10 to noon, both of the next uh, two Sundays. Pete, good morning to you. I assume you uh, you watched a little bit, or like I did, at least the first half of yeah. the Vikings preseason game last night against the Titans. What are I? I, I struggle to even ask this, but we have a show for two hours, so we have to, right? Like, we your thoughts and what you could even take away from a loss, which doesn't matter, to the Titans, a team that they were playing against uh, in practice all week. Yeah, well, when you've got 38 holdouts, <laughs> that that says a lot about the game yeah. itself. And, and you know, the one thing that we, I think, are looking for is not necessarily on the offensive side. I think we're looking on the defensive side. Is there anybody who really stands out? And um, as of yesterday, I don't know how many guys stood out. I, I don't yeah. know what you felt about it. I only saw parts of it, by the way. I had a major issue. I was on a boat on the St. Croix, and we went to the Mississippi. And long story Uh-oh. short, we had a propeller issue. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so that's it was not a, good. You need that. <laughs> well, especially there was an area that wasn't really, uh, they didn't have the, all the all the different uh, buoys in place properly. So uh, we might have bottomed out not to, it didn't, it didn't go well. I can tell you that. Well, how did you get back? Because here's what I'm picturing. I picture in about, you know, about two or three feet deep water. And I picture you just pushing the boat as if it had a 150 horse on the back. Your 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 picture's perfect. <laughs> I got a tri tune that I go up and down with my wife, and we went all the way down to Red Wing and back, and, uh, oh and, and back up to we we were right across from Afton, and I'll tell you, uh, we were down still at the Mississippi, and there was something wrong. And to your point, it wasn't even three feet. And really, we we got pushed over into these rocks, and the next thing you know, and I get I, I was talking to a guy, but anyway, long story short, shorter, well, I ended up getting a toe. <laughs> from a guy who actually explained to me he goes hey you know the buoy's not there which is not necessarily your fault but now it's your problem yeah, that's right that's <laughs> right he, i'm i'm literally in like a foot and a half of water and i'm and i'm having to lift the tritune as my wife is you know trying to figure out things from the boat or whatever <laughs> oh, i'm i'm lifting it and pulling it as best i can on very slimy rock so oh. <laughs> Oh man, that's only... funny how the problem is not, it's not your fault, but it's definitely uh, your issue and, and whose fault it is doesn't necessarily matter as much when you're right. trying to push your boat out of, uh, well, of, of one foot of water. 
And I did, I did get it. And this guy was nice enough to come by. Wonderful guy. Uh, he called he and his wife Eminem because of their names, Mike and Mary, or whatever. So Eminem dragged us for a little while, and finally I said, you know, now that I'm in enough depth, I know the the propeller is shot, but I said. I might be able to get home just on this. So mm-hmm. he was happy to hear that because he was going up the Mississippi and I'm going up the St. Croix. We were right down there in Hastings. So oh boy. <laughs> it all worked out. Uh, I was able to go home. It, it took a lot longer because uh, we maxed out at about five and a half miles an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that happens sometimes, but yeah. back to the game. Uh, you know, there was a lot of interesting things. I think you, that you could sort of take away, not necessarily of, hey, what do we look like? Because we know the starters are all rested, right, right? Right. But there are some players that you always wonder about. Who are these guys? Are these guys going to you know, be players on the team? Or are these guys maybe even make the practice roster? Or are they just gone? And so I think that's one of the things that I think we were kind of Kind of taken. That's what I look at when I'm when I'm watching these preseason games. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, the the starters are nowhere. They're all right. laughing on the sidelines and everything, and it's yep. not. But our defense still looked terrible. It would Awful. would be my takeaway. And I and I know their backups or not even going to be here. But they couldn't tackle. They looked slow. They got they they got run over at the at the defensive line uh, side of things, and they sure made those running backs who weren't their starters either. Mm-hmm. By the way, we all mm-hmm. know that. So. Yeah. It's not like it was Travis Henry. We're, we're getting their, their backups, and their backups made us look terrible. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know about the defense. I can tell you this. When you don't really have full goal practices, I've said this forever, and the NFL is getting worse and worse, they can't tackle. Yeah, the fundamentals of football yep. change because they don't go full go ever. <laughs> and that's what I saw last night, too, yeah. is yep. specifically Lewis Seen, who I still – you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not ready to write him off yet, but I I still think he looks incredibly rusty. Yes, from missing a, a week a season off, and now, so the the play that happened, I want to say it was the second quarter where where he jumps in, uh, he miss he he absolutely misses the guy. Tried to tackle him, but didn't do a very good job of it, and the, and the running back rushes for a touchdown. Yeah, and it it doesn't necessarily bother me in the sense that clearly Flores is doing a lot in this time to put guys in situations, right? Like, okay, can you be in the hole and can you blitz? So he normally, I would imagine there would have been someone else behind scene. Maybe not if he's playing deep like he was, but he jumps up in that situation in a game. There's probably someone backing him up, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's someone there, but in in this case, Flores is just trying to throw the house and throw everybody in in, in different situations. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like that tackle. I, I didn't like the rest of the secondary, at least, which really bothered me. Yeah. I really didn't like the offensive line again. <laughs> Nick Mullins is sacked twice. Uliota has so many. I mean, they have a ton of penalties last time. Was it 13 penalties, something like that? I mean, it was just, it was he awful. He might be it, gone. He might yeah, be gone. I'm not well, kidding. And, and what, <laughs> what bothers me the most about this, Pete, is that if there's any position where you truly end up always using your backups during the regular season, it's mm-hmm. offensive line. Yeah. And if these guys can't stop a second line on the other side of the Tennessee Titans, what's going to happen when in week five or six someone goes down, Brian O'Neill goes down, Garrett Bradbury goes down? There's nobody. There's nobody. You, you know, you, good luck because these guys can't stop anybody. And so that, that really bugged me. The other thing that bothers me, and, and I'm going to – you warned me about this, and I'll, and I'll say this because I've, I've changed my mind because I was like, yeah, we don't need Delvin Cook to heck with him. Go ahead and have fun at the Jets. You're like, watch out, because they're going to need it more than, than you think. And, and I'm, 
coming back around to the idea that this could be a major issue throughout the season if Alexander Madison can't handle the full load, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Aaron Dykes. Maybe it's it's not going to be Kenny and Wongu. Uh, I, I keep hearing mixed results on Dwayne McBride depending on who you read. Yep. And what happens when you get one-dimensional in the NFL? You yeah. lose, right? <laughs> you send the house to Kirk. And it's just, there's this chain of events here that if, the offense, if running back doesn't pan out and offensive line isn't as good as it needs to be, then Kirk Cousins takes another beating this year. And then what happens? Maybe you go to, you know, he gets hurt, you go to Nick Mullins. It's worst case scenario, I know. Mm-hmm. But this is where my mind goes as a, as a Vikings. I guess I'm not really a fan, but uh, someone who's followed the team. It's this, it's this house of cards that could potentially fall. And they all are linked to one another. And that's what worries me through the first two games. Absolutely. And I, and I think it is something that we should have at least some worry about. I, you know, people don't realize how much the running back really means to the quarterback. You know who does realize it? Oh, a guy named Aaron Rodgers who yep. cut back $35 bucks so they could have the kind of players that they want so they can stack up this team. And, oh, uh, yeah, well, we got Dalvin Cook now. That's yeah. not a bad way to go because I still say, now there are, there are better running backs, there are better receiving running backs, but Dalvin does it all. And it's a meaningful thing for a guy like Kirk Cousins when you've got that guy sitting right behind you or right next to you for virtually almost every play of the game because he can catch, he can block, and he's going to run the ball. And he's he's got that freak show sort of physical side to him as well as speed and everything else. And now for eight million bucks, the Jets have him along yep. with everybody and he else. Can they pass picked block up. pretty well too. Yeah, he's a great pass blocker. Yep. He loves yep. to do that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Dave. I mean, that's going to be something that Kirk is going to realize. And, uh, you know, everybody's talking about contracts and everything else, right? And mm-hmm. Kirk's going to be the contract guy going forward. You, you sometimes have to take a page from Tom Brady, who always took a cut from pay or yep. shifted it around at least, yep. or what Aaron Rodgers is finally doing now with the Jets, where it's like, hey, man, we want to get to the Super Bowl. How do we get there? We need this player. We need that player. We need to pay this much money. And he was willing to cut. Now, is that something Kirk is willing to do? And I'm not trying to put all this pressure on Kirk, but let's be honest, uh, the the kind of money that he's making, and does that make a big difference to him? Or has he made enough where he's willing to take a cut so they can get the right guys? Maybe it's on the offensive line. Maybe it's a running back. Yeah, he's... Well, he turned 35 yesterday, right? Yeah. He's, he's yep. 35 now. And by all accounts, I don't think the contract is going to get done with him before the season. And if you're the Vikings, no. I mean, do you really need to? He's 35 years old. You're not going to give him something long-term. The problem is you have nobody behind him. Nobody. Right. Nick Mullins is not a starter. Jaron Hall is not a starter. And unless there's something else out there that they're trying to work, that they're going to end up trading for at some point, I don't. I don't know how. I really. I, this is one of the contracts that I have really a tough time seeing because Kirk Cousins has played very, very well in his time here. He really has. Yeah. It, it's it's hard to argue that he hasn't been worth the money um, that he's been paid, even though it was a lot. And and the contract signed a couple of years ago doesn't look so bad today. But at thirty five years old, are you gonna? He, he's obviously going to want something longer. He's not going to take a one year deal. He's going to want a two or a three. Do you really want? to pay do you really want to sign him to a three-year contract mm-hmm. i mean not at 35 no way he's not aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no and so they they have no but they have no exit strategy to him and that's what bothers me 
There, there is nothing beyond Kirk Cousins. They've never drafted another quarterback. So maybe you sign him for two years and then you draft his replacement next year. But there's just there's something missing here, and and I think it's a free agent signing at quarterback at some point um, to see what happens because there is no way that Kirk Cousins is the long term viable option at quarterback for this team, even as good as he's been playing. Well, and, and I'd even add to that, and I know we're pushing it time-wise, yep. but uh, I'd even add to that that uh, when we decided to take a quarterback this past year in the draft, did we really take a quarterback that we think is going to be an NFL starting quarterback? Um, and the answer I'll have immediately is no. Yeah. But we could have gotten Hendon Hooker from yep. Tennessee, who I think someday could be really outstanding at, yep. the, at this le- level. So, you know, who took him? Detroit. So what are we thinking from the long-term perspective, to your point, when you could have had somebody who potentially could be a starter in the NFL, in my opinion? I thought I actually thought he was one of the best quarterbacks in the entire draft. We both so, liked it. Yeah, yeah, we both liked it. <laughs> right. So we liked this guy, but they waited, waited, and obviously the NFL all waited because so, he mm-hmm. went later on. But nonetheless, uh, you know, we I don't know that we picked the right guy who's going to ever be a starter who's going to take over and he's going to get the torch passed to him. That is not who I, I view our quarterback. <laughs> I did view Hendon Hooker that way. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, love to hear from the folks out there on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line if you want to hit us up. I would love to know your level of concern or uh, how happy you are with what you've seen. Maybe maybe you're maybe we're all wrong and you're like, hey, we love the Vikings the way they've 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 shown us. Uh, two lot two preseason losses don't matter, which they truly don't. Uh, you can give us a call on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. We'll go around the NFL and talk about a couple of other things uh, that have kind of gotten on our list to chat about, including the Pats and the Packers game last night. If you missed it, the game was basically it wasn't canceled, but it was suspended yep. because of an injury. We'll talk about that and more coming up next on The Huddle. Welcome back to The Huddle. Our uh, conversation here on preseason football kind of continued <laughs> Uh, throughout the break, Pete, we, we were chatting about this, and, and we might as well stick with it here. The idea that some teams, you know, last night in specific, or this week, Tua Tagovailoa played, and Daniel Jones played, Utah, Pat Mahomes played. Um, and when I look at the Vikings' schedule coming out of the gate with Tampa Bay's doesn't really worry me, but you got Philly week two, the Chargers week three, and you haven't played your starters one time in a game, in a game situation. And you know this, Pete. You played in the NFL. I, I get it. You want to rest your starters. But is it realistic to think that they're going to jump right back into things no problem without having any preseason games under their belt? Well, I think what they what they would defend themselves with, Dave, would be, well, but, you know, we've got these we're, – we're all doing these joint practices, mm-hmm. and that's kind of our version of what uh, is live. And, and I get that to some degree, but I still think there's a big difference between game time and practice time. And even if it's a joint practices, even if you're, you know, you're seeing some fights on the field and people getting, mm-hmm. you know, their, their anger up and everything else, and, and it's competitive, uh, it's just not the same. There's something about, uh, you know, the live game and the time frame and the clocks and everything that's going on within a game, even though it's a preseason game and those, yeah. those numbers don't really matter. But as you and I were just talking about, I mean, I, I, I do find it amazing that Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and how they do that. And I didn't realize he was out there as long as he was. I mean, Pat Mahomes threw 15 passes. So uh, they're doing it. Uh, and Kansas City, I don't know. They've done pretty well, haven't they, Dave? It seems like. <laughs> 
I would argue so. that that my only argument to that would be that I'm a lot more confident Pat Mahomes could get out of the way of some trouble and stay upright than than yeah. Kirk Cousins. Um, but I I agree with you. I I am of the and maybe I'm old school, but I do think that you got to at least a series or something. Right. I mean just. Get it back in your head. And I know Kirk Cousins is 35. I know he's done this a bunch. Justin Jefferson's only been in the league a couple of years. He probably could could use some, you know, get up a pass or two or something, you yeah. know, and, and just get everybody together and, and make sure that, that you have a series or two before you get into it. And maybe, you know what, my guess, they're probably going, well, Tampa, okay, we, we, we'll be fine. We can limp into week one. That could be dangerous, though. That could be dangerous. That can be very, very dangerous. Uh, Pete, we have a message to the City Zone Plumbing Talk and text line. I kind of like this. To Dave and Pete, uh, $10 bet with both of you that the Jets will have a better record this season than the Vikings. Would you take that bet? Oh, I think the Jets will have a better. I, I, I'm on you the Jets so? side of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I am. I'm I'm buying into this more and more. I, you know, everybody's now complaining, Dave, about the Jets and, and the offensive line because they had a lot of uh, sack issues or plays that would have been sacks in some of these joint practices and mm-hmm. including preseason games and so forth. But again, they're not they don't have the starters in there and they're missed. There's there's three guys that have been either injured or they've been held back from practices and so forth. So he got five offensive linemen. I think that offensive line is very, very good actually when they're all together. But, you know, that brings you to the point too of is Aaron Rodgers going out and recruiting people? Bakhtiari comes to yeah. mind, right? Yeah. I mean, what's going on with that? That's wow. <laughs> is that even legal per NFL rules? And, uh, that's and what, what I'm wondering. Isn't. Um, hey, Pete, I don't know if you saw this last night, the uh, the Packers and – wasn't the Packers, excuse me. Yes, it was. It was the yeah. Packers and the Patriots game. Uh, and, and there was a gentleman whose name is Isaiah Bolden. Uh, it, it was really watching the play didn't look – it didn't look too bad until he went down and he was clearly um, he, he was hurt. He couldn't, I think he was unconscious maybe, or he didn't move basically. He was motionless. Uh, it, it turns out he's, he's been in for evaluation. He's clear. It looks like at least that he's avoided all sorts of uh, serious injury, which is, which is wonderful to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they postponed the game last night and, and, in watching this and in hearing the quotes from the different from the players and the coaches, it, this was really there was no debate. It was cancel the game, uh, and I, I I'll tell you we spend a lot of time ripping people, but I I will I will say that I applaud both the Patriots and the Packers and the league for very quickly saying we're done with this. This isn't going to work. Now that this this injury happened and it was serious, guys are going to start being hesitant. Guys, and that's when guys get hurt. And, mm-hmm. and really that, that this is bigger than the game. We don't need this game. Let's stop right now and, and consider it a win that everyone is, for the most part, healthy and, and go away. So good on the NFL and good on these two teams to go, you know what? We don't need this. We'll just stop playing. Yeah, I think I, I actually think it was a fairly easy call uh, based upon what we learned from last year, right? Uh, that, yeah. that, that went for a, a long period of time. And I think that they, you know, especially Bill Belichick, uh, you know, I think he was one of the guys who was very instrumental in making this call immediately and just saying, hey, look, we need to, we're done. We've seen yeah. enough. It's, it, it, let's make this decision now. Let's not wait 60 minutes, 90 minutes. It's a preseason game that has absolutely no meaning. And, 
Maybe a couple of players aren't going to be able to show what they can do, but we'll figure that out. And let's be honest, most of the time these coaches have kind of got that figured out by now anyway. Who's going to most likely be on the team? But, uh, yeah, so that was amazing. You know, in the Jets-Bucks game, there was also an an issue last night. It was John Werfler, the quarterback from Wake Forest. He's a fourth-year guy. He got carted off. He had a neck injury. he got released, was able to travel back with the team, but for a moment or two, he had some major issues with movement. And so that was another one. And a, and a year ago, he had the same thing happen to him while he was a backup quarterback for the Rams. So, uh, you know, it's it's this is something where people don't realize the NFL is violent. And if it's a preseason game, but the guys on the field don't look at it that way. They're They're looking to get a spot on the team. Yep. And and they're playing their best. They're doing everything they can. And we know how big and strong and fast these guys are. It's a dangerous game. We all know that. But uh, we're seeing it a little bit more front and center of late with some of the injuries that have occurred right out there on the field, right in front of everybody, including the cameras. Yeah, and and therein lies why you don't play your best players in the yeah. preseason. We've answered our own question, right? I mean, if, if, if that happens to... Um, Alexander Madison, or if it happens to Justin Jefferson or the, or, or Kirk Cousins, I mean the, the season is over before it starts. Yeah, uh, which should be which will be interesting. Hey, we got a text here to the season. I'm probably talking text line. <laughs> uh, I don't love the quarterback situation either, but y'all are being a little alarmist. We're being alarmists, Pete. Uh, 3537 isn't old for a quarterback who takes care of himself like Kirk. He certainly is an Aaron Rodgers, as you said. He's never had significant injuries like Rodgers had by now. I would have liked Hendon Hooker, but I'm fine with letting the year play out. That's an interesting point, and I don't disagree. And I, and I know we're up against the break here, but I, I would like I would say that Kirk Cousins at 35, even though he's 35, does seem to me like he's way more durable than other quarterbacks who we remember playing to that age and beyond. Do you agree with that? Yeah, but I will tell you this too. He gets hit a lot. We all see that in that that show Quarterbacks on Netflix. He gets hit a lot, whether it was when he was back with Washington or with the Vikings. Those add up, Dave. And at some yeah. point they 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 get the it gets fatiguing and wearing on your body. And that's the only reason why thirty five for Kirk is probably like the equivalent of a forty two f- Hey Mel, Bry here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? 
Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 44-year-old person in general, just yep. because of all the hits that he has taken. So, and people look at it and they just say, well, he's only sacked this many times. And I always say, you know, when I played, the number of sacks that you get, you should double that for the number of times you get hit where you didn't get sacked. Mm -hmm. And we see that playing out in front of us. So people get hit and they get hit hard and they get hit a lot. So he's maybe only 35, but he's really older than that. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Good point by the uh, by the uh, texter. So appreciate that. Take a quick break. Fast breaks coming up next. You're listening to the Huddle on ATO WCCO. All right, I'm back. Let's, uh, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. How was how was Josh last week? You can lie to me and say he was horrible or something. I don't know. Oh He's, yeah, he yeah, was. Horrible. Oh, you're so glad to have me back. Actually, he did a great yeah, job. Oh, was, I, I sure meant to mute my mic. Sorry. I'm sure he did a great job. <laughs> but I'm back. All right, let's uh, let's start this off here. I didn't hadn't decided who's going to go first. Let's go with Dave. Dave, Dave yeah. you're going first here. Okay. It was Wolves' schedule release uh, day oh, earlier yeah. this week. Yeah, basketball season right around the corner. Ant and the squad's going to open up the season in Toronto, the regular season, that is. They've got actually a preseason thing in Abu Dhabi against yeah. the Dallas Mavericks, so that, that'll be interesting. But uh, as far as regular season goes, opening it up October 25th in Toronto against uh, maybe a little bit of a rebuilding squad up there. But then Saturday night, October 28th, Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat here at Target Center. That'll be a fun first game of the season. What are you looking forward to most about this Wolves squad this year? What are you looking forward to watching? Well, well, I'll tell you this. Um, I wasn't. It, it didn't love the um, the video, the schedule release video, where mm-hmm. they just break bottles of things. I mean, it's creative. It's a it's a, it's a meme. It's a it's been a it's Twitter creative. thing for like. Months. And they all do it. I get yeah. it. And especially since the Tennessee Titans did it last year, and you know they this they were viral. Everyone's doing it, so I get it. it. It was creative. It was interesting. It was what it was. Well, at least it wasn't um, a. I mean, the, the Brooklyn Nets did the exact same thing that the Titans did last year. Did they? Yeah, and well, you see, know, and then, that's now boring. that's lame. Yeah, right. That's lame. Um, <laughs> I'll say my, the first game that I saw on the schedule that really that it got me excited was November first when the Nuggets come to town. Uh, I, I after all of the. Uh, postseason, you know, if we did this, we would have been like the Denver Nuggets. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see um, if we're finally there. You know, the, can can all the pieces be in place, and what can they do against a real contender uh, like like the Denver how Nuggets? Are you just how are you brushing over the Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat? That's the opening op- home opener, <laughs> October 28th, Eastern Conference champions. I'm over it. I'm over it. That's who played I, the Nuggets in the finals. That was last year. That was I. I but the the storylines. I'm a storyline guy, Charlie, and I love the controversy. I love the meat. I love the controversy, and that's what the storyline is going to be going into that game on November first. It's oh, you know, so and so was it Carl Anthony Towns that said if we did what they did, then you know we would have been this. You know, so that's what's going to be the talk, and that's that's what I like. I like the controversy, the tabloids. I like the the fodder. That's. I'm, I think I, what I'm, I'm hearing is you, you like gossip. You don't care about the games at all. I just want you the got gossip. It. All right, Bingo. Dave, what, you or, figured uh, me sorry, out. Pete, what do you got going? I think I think uh, I think you're right, Charlie. I think the fact that we get an opportunity to see the Heat, uh, 
I, I think it's exciting because obviously, you know, they've got their great player is one of our ex players and they had a they 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 what? They played in and they got all the way to the finals, but yeah, they, they just were couldn't the do it with Denver. First yeah. uh, eight seed to make it there in a long time. Absolutely amazing. I mean, what what they were able to do. And what if they were able to do what they've been trying to do from a standpoint of trying to sign some free agents still? I mean, that, that's been something that's been pretty exciting just to listen to or maybe trade, whatever they decide to do. But the Heat are going to be really interesting again. Are they going to be able to make that same kind of a run? That's That's going to be something we're going to have to see if that's going to happen. But I do. I, I think that's going to be a fun game, and and that that would be a game that I for sure would actually attend. I would actually go. I'm going to that game. Yeah. I'll be there, and I'll be looking forward to that game big time because yeah. I want to see how we line up. That should what be a raucous Jimmy, crowd for sure. What if Jimmy Butler is on load management that night? Will your game head explode? <laughs> or no, it's, it's home game one. It's week. It's week one. He better not be on load management. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you if got it, all right. You got that, and then you got uh, yeah, yeah. The the talk right now, of course, still is Damian Lillard wants Damian out of uh, wants out yeah. of Portland, and he wants yep. to go to Miami, and he says, "I'm only going to Miami if I'm going." So, yeah, yep. it's possible that Damian Lillard and Jimmy Butler come into town on that first. How great would that? That would be a lot of fun. I'd yeah. go see that game. Yeah, see? Let's, see let's go. There you are, Dave. Well, let's <laughs> let's go on to the next question. Speaking of Jimmy Butler and the Heat being the home opening opponent, I, I think we can all agree he's going to get his fair share of booze. And knowing him, he's going to feed off of that. Uh, he's that, that is what he wants to hear. He wants those booze more than anything. So my question for you is, who is the most hated former Minnesota athlete? That's for you, Ooh. Pete. Wow. That's oh. a great question. I, I, man, I, I've never given that, that kind of thought of, of being the most hated, to be honest with you. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler, uh, I think a lot of people had issues with him. I, you know, the guy, because he's vocal, because he's who he is, I think he is a guy that, that can rub some people the wrong way because of how he talks and his confrontations with Cat, right? I mean, those were pretty legendary. Uh, so I would say that, you know, from an NBA perspective, and I know you didn't say it had to be just the NBA, no, but no, any I, any sport. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I think that's a really difficult one because I don't think people ever hated Randy Moss even after he was gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. that was the case. So I, I've got one. All right, you got to go. I I would say that there might be Jimmy Butler actually. For that, I think you're, I think he's number two. Okay, I think number one because of the current time that we're in is Ryan Suter and or Zach oh. Parise, just because yeah. of what. Uh, you know, the franchises, it's been very public. Those those contracts are huge. But, you know, you remember the series last year. Every time he touched the puck in the arena, the whole place booed him. And it was, as as a fan watching the game, that atmosphere is so is awesome. And I'm sure, uh, knowing the, 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 cont- the competitor that, that Ryan is, he probably loved the boos. But I think <laughs> if you talk about an enemy number one right now, it's, it's Ryan Suter or Zach Parisi. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, baseball-wise, maybe people don't like Josh Donaldson around here. I think he's probably not mm-hmm. the AJ most Pierzynski. beloved. A.J. Pierzynski yeah. was very hated at the time. Chuck yeah. Knobloch uh, going off to the How Yankees. about Christian Leitner? A friend of mine just texted me, Christian Leitner. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to, and I'd love to hear from uh, listeners here. 651-461-9226. Look at you! <laughs> uh, oh, I got that number down by now. Good yeah, job, no, I'd, I'd love to hear. Who's the most hated uh, player in Minnesota good sports question. history that is left? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's most of the guys that we're talking about have ended up leaving. You, know, you end up loving some of the guys that are around. It's interesting, uh, kind of the opposite side of that. I think Patrick Beverly ingratiated himself so much to this community and, and the team and mm-hmm. how he played. I think before that, a lot of local 
local fans would not have found him too likable, but uh, after his stint here, uh, he kind of turned that around. Yeah. Um, moving on here to who are we back to? Dave. We're back Dave. to Dave. That's me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, what's there really to say about the Twins this year? Uh, they're they're going to make the playoffs, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But they're hot and they're cold and they're cold and they're hot. They make no sense. They're clutch. They're not clutch. They pitch. They can't pitch. Five games up in the Central, though. Worst division in a generation. So my question, game one of the playoff series, Pablo Lopez tosses a gem, but the offense is stagnant, as we've seen. It's a tight game. Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs. Who on the roster do you want at the plate? You'd think it would have been Carlos Correa coming into the season. I can't imagine that's going to be your answer right nope. now for who you want at the plate. And it can be an injured player. That's fine. Here it is. You know who it is? Michael A. Taylor. Oh, come on. Michael A. <laughs> Taylor. 16 home runs this season. He's only batting 220. But he's been clutch. I'm telling you, in terms of under, I was ready to talk about we get rid of Buxton. We got Michael A. Taylor in center field. That's all you need. Uh, I would say either either Michael A. Taylor or Matt Walner, but my, my first, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I want Michael A. Taylor at the plate. All right. Uh, Pete, he'll either get, he's fast. He'll get on base. He might even hit home run yeah, for you. Pete, that's an, you're going to win this one easily. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, I like Walner. I, I, I just think that the, the, the power there is something interesting to watch. He's, you know, the Twins in general, we've been talking about it all year, right? All they do is either strike out or they hit a home run. And I think you have to roll the dice, and I think that uh, I think you'd want to see Walner do it. I think he I think he could, and he might put that thing in the upper deck. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised. No Royce Lewis. He seems to be the, about the most one. clutch guy on the team uh, yeah. right now. He's he'll struggle too. He's you know still young, and he struggles uh, at the plate as this entire team does. And, and he's also only no, got 110 at bats. Yeah, exactly. Walner has 112. I I just I need to see more of Royce Lewis well, as, yeah. as well as Kirilov, also another yeah. guy that you might consider. Yeah. Uh, Michael there, A. Mike Taylor. Taylor was not in my top seven. <laughs> He's on mine. Yeah, I don't think he was in my top seven. All right, let's finish this off. Guys, back to you. Don't judge Pete. my picks. Oh, I'm going to judge. <laughs> He's no, a judge. I love judging. That's one of my favorite pastimes. I'm a, I'm a bona fide hater. Um, last, uh, last weekend here, last Sunday, uh, for a couple Sundays where we are all apart, it is State Fair season. Oh. We're going to be broadcasting live at the State Fair the next two Sundays oh. for the huddle. Um, so my question, and we've talked many State Fair things before, but I want the one thing. What are you buying me and the rest of the crew, be it food or drink, <laughs> when we're at the State Fair? What what, what are you bringing? buying? What Pete's buying for all of us? Gosh. Well, oh, I, I got it. Yeah. I got you guys covered. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we, we, we always have to do stuff like what that. What is the food I, or drink? Day one, I'm, what are you bringing us? I'm walking right across from CCO. And I know this place like the back of my hand. I know every single little joint. But right across from the CEO building is Mancini's. And we're going to get some meatballs, and you guys are going to be in absolute heaven. They, you know, it's strange to me. And I've talked to the Mancini family about this because they got that restaurant in St. Paul. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's, it's, it, it is a hidden gem. I mean, yes. you know, how great was it? There were a couple of years ago, we had that, that kid, uh, Justin uh, Timberlake. He went there, and I'm thinking to myself, of all that the steak kid, places, no. this guy could have gone. He went there. <laughs> the be- that was the best steak. I went there this year. It was the best steak I ever had. Not even lying. It's fantastic, and the people are so nice. Anyway, all that being said, they have something there at the fair. They have meatballs, right? Yeah. For some reason, they do not have them on the menu at the steak joint, 
but they do at the state fair. And so it's your only opportunity. And I will tell you, uh, if you're a meatball guy at all, they're absolutely phenomenal. And so I'm going to bring those back to you guys. Might have a cool beverage along the way as well. That, that is something <laughs> I have never had at the state fair. So I'm looking forward to never, it's never something had I've never had meatball. at 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, it's oh easy. I love a morning. Oh, guys, I'll easy. say that. But I also love the fact that this is not even we're, we're finally one week from the fair. And this is not even the first or second time we've talked about what <laughs> not even close. We're eating at the state fair that we've been talking. We didn't about even go through the, We did the new foods. We didn't go through yeah, the new did. drinks. There are too many of them. There's like oh, 70 there's good ones. Oh, oh. man. Dave, what I love are you that you love it, Charlie. Yeah, Dave, what am what, I buying? Yeah, what are you bringing? That's uh, hard to top that. Um, it is. I'm a classic guy. I, I, I love I love French fries, and but oh. there's something about the state fair French fries that are Best so thing. so good. They used yeah. to be when I was in television. They were right behind our bar, the the barn over there. Oh. So on, after right after the show was done, we would mm. go right out past the French fry booth, and I'd slip right in the line, grab a large, and then take off. Uh, and they were gone by the time I got back to work. I love state fair French fries. Love them. All right, we got you. French fries and meatballs. Sounds like a good breakfast. Uh, oh. Can't can't wait for that. That's all I got for you today, though, guys. If that's what I have for breakfast, I'll have to run home from the state fair <laughs> to burn it off. I mean, it's the state fair. What what are you expecting? What are you? Gonna are do? you going to go there and get salad? You're going to go to the state fair and get a salad. Can you even get salad at the my, state my, fair? I was sure going to say the best salad ever is at the state fair, <laughs> and, and it's and, and it's in the, the the Middle Eastern place, and it's so good. Really? Oh man! Uh, All right. the, well, oh, Pete's going to get us. That's quite yeah. a dichotomy of taste there. One morning we're going to get meatballs, and then we'll finish <laughs> with a salad. Yeah, and then we'll be all healthy. Great. Greek salad. Um, <laughs> we're going. I want to go to break, but we're really quickly, Charlie. Your question: most hated. Um, most hated uh, former Minnesota player, a couple on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. 651-461-9226. Alexander Dagg from the Wild. Eh. Uh, may Jimmy Butler rot in you know where. So <laughs> apparently he's still at the top of everybody's there list. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> the obvious one. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll hit some more of these as well coming back. You're listening to 830 WCCO. Welcome back. Hour one of the huddle. Almost in the books. It's ten fifty four. We were taught we've talked about uh, everything up and down. Got some great suggestions here to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Most hated former <laughs> Minnesota player came back. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Most hated Chuck Knobloch. Minnesota really? Twins. Yeah. Probably because he went to the Yankees. Exactly. Right? It's this, It's almost the Donaldson thing, too, except that both of those guys are kind of Yankee guys. You know what yes. I mean? They, they have that mentality. Well, so. I only remember Knobloch as a Yankee. Really? Said, really? Yeah. Oh, he was a he was a twin, man. Yeah, he was I on the World Series. East, I grew up East Coast. <laughs> yeah, World Series twin of all. Yes. I remember him. What I remember of Chuck Knobloch is I remember him as a Yankee, and I remember him – having trouble throwing to first base and hitting a fan in the second or third row. Did he have the Good yips, Lord. right? That is, did that end yes. his career? Did the yips end yes. his career? Yeah. Yes. It was so sad it, it, because he's a great player, and, and that's he just could not – he couldn't make the throw to first anymore. The spotlight. Is, spotlight. Yeah. When you're a Yankee, you're expected to be a Yankee, right? I mean, there mm-hmm. is something there is something about that franchise that changes things. And and uh, you guys probably have been there, but if you haven't at Yankee Stadium, it is 
it is an amazing experience. It really is. I mean, New York is a is a great place for sports. It truly is. I lived there for a long time, and I can tell you, it's it's phenomenal. But there is something the the allure and everything that pulls you in on a beautiful May or a June night out there at the at the field is unreal. And they just stand up taller <laughs> yeah. than than the opponent, except for this year. But <laughs> I see what's. I see what's happening. You're trying to get me going, aren't you? I (laughs) hate Yankee Stadium. My (laughs) least favorite venue in all of sports, Hmm. partially because I grew up in New York. I hate the Yankees. I think the new stadium, it goes up instead of out, so it's small. But if if you're way up high, you're literally like on top of the pitcher's mound. The sight lines are awful. Um, It smells... <laughs> We're really gonna call a name a name. Um, I'm for my money. I love I love Shea Stadium and I love the new City Field. Uh, yeah. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, City's great. City's great. Hate Yankee Stadium though. <laughs> Hate Yankee Stadium. Come on. I uh, you know maybe I should. Yeah, I'm childish. Really. I no, no, no. Forever. I am. All right. Take a break. Come back. Hour number two on the other side of the break. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.